go for it. Change the name. Change everything. Because we're going to talk about that, right? Oh, yeah. We're oh. going to talk about that. <laughs> oh, are we? It's been kind of my life for the last week. I'll put this on there, too. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? We're ready. Because it's time. Let's do it. Come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news, tips, and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I I am Matt. And I am Kimbra. And it is October 2021. It is the best month of the year. It's Halloween month. And? Kimbra's birthday month. I mean, I know it's past, but it's still important. It's 13 and 31. That's right. Yeah, diametrically opposed. Good and evil. Which but I'm not which. saying which is which. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I look before we go any further. Uh, speaking of Halloween, Ron, this is not speaking of Halloween. I just noticed that Todd in the chat is going to the Violent Femmes Saturday. I didn't know they were touring. I would love to see the Violent Femmes. Todd, I have recently discovered a band called Harley Poe, which is relevant to the month because I think we discovered Harley Poe. We, we, yes, but I mean, I did. You did. We did. Okay. Anyway, they sound a lot like the Violent Femmes, but they're very like uh, horror-driven lyrics. Like they redid the Hearst song, which is how we found them. And uh, and now that I'm like a big we fan. Found them? Yes. I thought it was something about a monster. No, no, it was the Hearst song. That's oh. where. And I was like, no, oh, they keep popping out. And then I listened oh. to them, and I'm like, they sound like. I thought there was the monster one. Like yeah, the kid so... had the friend monster. Well, we that was after. Okay. We started watching. All right. All right. Started watching the stuff, but the her song is is the connection. All right. Anyway, speaking of that though, next week, next week we will be doing our first ever Halloween costume contest right here on the podcast. We do have some contestants signed up, but we are still under ten. So yes. what that means is if you would like to compete in this competition and it's a friendly competition, all you have to do is send us an email letting us know that you would like to be a contestant. Fantasticcruising at gmail.com. If you are one of the first 10 and you do compete, you will get a swag bag no matter what. If you win, there will be one grand prize, which will be a $50 Amazon gift card. How about them apples? bobbing for them apples and uh look you can compete by sending a photograph a video you can even come on the stream live if you want and do a little skit or just come on the stream and and show us your costume the only thing we ask and we are going on the honor system with this is that um is that it's a a current halloween costume so not something from like you know three years ago or something right but something from this, this year. year that you're or that you would actually go dress as this year so yeah, we're filling up though. We're getting close to 10. So, which is makes us happy because we didn't know if we'd have one, but just send us an email to say, Hey, we would like to compete. And then all you have to do is either send us a picture, a video, or come on to StreamYard with us 
on the 29th of October, and you will automatically get a swag bag. Um, if you live in another country, we'll figure that out. But because uh, we do have contestants from another country, so we're going to figure that we out. Do. But um, but you will also be eligible to win, which will be voted on in the Fantastic Cruising community after the stream. You will be eligible to win that $50 Amazon gift card. Yes. So that's exciting. Here is a um, here's a painting of a vampire squid that I did, uh, just because that's what's <laughs> on, just that's what's on there. I've been I've been thinking about vampire squid a lot. It's not the cruise creature though. Maybe next week. I don't know. Have we uh, done vampire squid as a cruise? I creature? can search it. I think that would be I an appropriate one. If we, we may have. I know I, I did it on cruise geeks, but if we haven't, let's see. I think we did just a bunch of Halloween animals. So I think we, we did probably too. covered it, but we can. I don't know. Who knows. Who knows what it'll be? Only the no, future. No, we have not done vampire squid. Oh, so spoiler alert, that might be, it might not be, but it might be the cruise creature next week. The cruise creature from for this week could easily be next week because what I'm going to tell you about this animal is kind of terrifying, but, but in a fun way, in a fun and interesting way. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, what else is going on? I'm wearing this pirate shirt. Which side is it on? There we go. Because our group cruise, it got taken over. I was gonna, there was. I was going to talk about that. Go go ahead. No no, no go for no, it. No, I just You've got a whole it's theme like going. a mutiny going. There's a mutiny, and there's a there's a mutiny going on. And and our group cruise, what happened to it, Kimber? Well, it got chartered. And and tell people what that means if they don't know. Some group has basically booked out the ship for the sailing that we had. So we are no longer going on that sailing. We have moved it. The date on the screen right now, which if you're listening in the future, is March 12th through the 19th. That is the correct date. So everything is remaining the same. The ports are the same. The ship is the same. Um, it is leaving out of Tampa still. It's just moved a few weeks later. So we we went back and forth a lot on what to do because we kind of like strategically picked what we picked, but that's okay. We will make this work. Luckily, everybody that has booked with us was able to move to the new date. And hopefully this new date will actually allow more people that, might. you know, maybe wanted to book that couldn't for whatever reason. Join us and we've already seen a little bit of that. So yeah. that, that might be a thing that actually benefits us. But if anybody can tell us, what group chartered our group cruise, which is originally supposed to be February 19th, right? Yes. Please let us know. If it's the nude cruise, I just really want to know. I just want to know. I mean, we're going to find out at some point. But uh, I, I looked, I scoured the internet. And the problem is most chartered cruises are not advertising that far in advance. There were a few. And um, I regret some of my browser searches in the last couple of days. Because I don't know what I'm going to be getting. There are some crazy cruises out there, but uh, but yeah, if you if if you know what it is, uh, if you can find it's out what it is, let us know. Probably not out there yet. They're probably I know, but still somebody, finalizing but somebody might find it. Somebody might have an in or something. You okay. never know. You never know, or we'll forget about it, and then in six months, somebody will be like, you know, that group cruise you're supposed to go <laughs> on. Guess what? It's the big nude group cruise is going to be going. Out. I mean, you know. Um, hey, you do your thing. I got no problem with people doing their thing. You know what? But, if it's a Harry be, Potter cruise, I'm going to be real upset that be. we're not going to be on I it. I thought about if it was like the Star Trek one, because there's a Star Trek one 
there's like a punk rock one there's there's, there's a star a, trek one in february of next year i know so it could have been there's also like there's there's been like some sci-fi convention-y kind of ones like there's you know it, it could be something really cool and and we're missing out but um yeah, Stacy search couldn't couldn't find it. Oh, that's a good idea. Mallory says, "Ask John here." Oh, yeah, we that's, should do that. That's a good idea. He right. may not know because here's the thing: our group cruise disappeared from being able to book it like a month ago or ish. More than a month. ago. More than a month ago. Yeah. And then we were like calling Carnival, and they couldn't tell us anything. And they're like, "No, it looks like it's fine. It doesn't say it's chartered. They'd have to let you know." Blah 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 blah. So we were like, "Okay, they're just doing something weird with it." And then all of a sudden, we got an email. Um. And they're like, yeah, it's chartered. So we're like, great, our first group cruise ever, and it's chartered. So then we had to contact everybody. And like you said, everybody fortunately was able to switch over, which we're very appreciative and grateful of. And um, they got a little bonus because of that. So it's it's all it, good. It's, it's worked out. Happy thoughts. For now. I hope it works out happy, forever. Happy thoughts. Yes. Indeed. And speaking of happy thoughts. We did test negative today. We got our noses probed. It was uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. This, you know, what's weird. This felt like it was the shallowest nose probe I've gotten, but it also was the most like uncomfortable. I think, I think he did it for longer. He did it longer and he was, he was kind of rough. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, the last <laughs> very nice man, but a little bit rough. The last one that did it, like she, like really got up in there, but she was like really swirling it around. Like you could, there was real purpose there. He was just kind of like, yeah, know? yeah. And it was like, you can stop now, but it was like extra, extra long. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was something. I don't know. But we but we tested negative and I was a little concerned because I've had like weird allergy things lately, but I figured they're allergy things because they they come and go and they don't get worse. And but I was like, mm, but I feel We're fine. Good. So it's yeah. It we are negative. negative, which means we are going on our cruise. That's right. We've had a really busy week. Well, we have had I feel like we have. We've had a busy several months, but we have. Yeah. But but like this week getting prepared for this. So Reno's <laughs> Yes, I feel violated, Stacy, a little yeah. bit. Reno's sitter, he has like kind of two sitters, and neither of them were available for this weekend. And of course I decided to wait until last minute because I was hoping that I don't know, something would fall into place. Didn't. And boarding is apparently extremely hard to get. And everybody requires like meet and greets. And, you know, it's Saturday. And I'm like, what am I going to do with my dog? So I ended up finding someone and they required a meet and greet. So yesterday we took Reno to meet his new sitter and her two dogs and he was a very good boy. He was. And she was nice and she's closer. So yeah, all seems well and right in the world. So it'll be good. But that was like a huge thing that we had to do this week. Right. Um, yeah. There's a whole group cruise thing that I spent a lot of time On doing hold. this week. Yes. Both <laughs> what Monday and yesterday. And mm -hmm. then today I worked on getting all of it. And I think at this time 
I am all set for yeah. that group cruise we're, we're until ready. somebody else wants to book fantastic travel at gmail.com. <laughs> Let me know. Yes. It's, it's uh, it, look, we've had, I've had several people contact me and, and you. And uh, so I think we're, we're getting some more bookings. It's, it's shaping up to be a fun shindig. Oh, I'm excited for yeah. it. Uh, but, but yeah, so that, so that's been exciting. And then, um, what else? So we're going on a cruise on Friday. We are. Two days from today. And tomorrow we work and then we go home. We take the dog to the sitter. We load the car, not in that order. And then we drive to Miami because it's leaving out of Miami. It's a three-night cruise. So that's both exciting and depressing at the same time. And we have an interior cabin. Yeah. So it's going to be haven't had. It's like a weekend getaway, though. We Yeah. You, you can't look at it like in the same way as you look at like a seven or eight night cruise or even a five night cruise, but you know, it, it, Mallory, we're able to do it. So Mallory says that her and Andrew will definitely be joining fantastic oh. travel at gmail.com. Yes. We'll get you on. Let yes. me know. Yes. Um, yeah. So, th- so we're going to, we're going to do that. We're, we're staying in Miami tomorrow night and then getting up bright and early bushy tailed and going to the cruise port and going to get on the, Mariner of the Seas. No, that's no, not what we're getting freedom on. Freedom of the Seas. We originally booked <laughs> Mariner. We switched to Freedom because it's a bigger ship, and we haven't been on anything like that. So we're like, go big or go home. Actually, I think Adam was like, you should just go on the Freedom. So we said, okay. Yeah, and, and I was like, but that's in Miami. And that's like, that's okay. And I was like, I mean, okay. It's, it's just another like hour drop further drive it's a two hour further drive and we have to pay for a hotel whatever it's it's fine <laughs> it's, it's fine. fine uh it's too late to switch it now we were originally supposed to go to nasa and coco k but for some reason our cruise they canceled nasa they said for construction but there's other well, ships going to be in there so, so let let um, me yeah so the, the mariner of the seas is going to nasa still I was looking at the the cams today, the cruise cams, and there were two ships in Nassau today. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so. Hmm. What's up, Royal Caribbean? Why are you robbing us of Nassau? Which really, it's fine because being a three-day cruise, three-night cruise. Yeah, this is giving us an opportunity to actually explore the ship. So right, because otherwise okay. we would just have, after we get on, on Friday and then after port. So, right. um, so this, in a way, it's kind of better because – I know some people would go to NASA and they'd be like, I'll stay on the ship, but I'm not that person. Like if I'm in a port, I'm probably going to get off. I really wanted to go back to Pirate Republic Brewing. That is a little disappointing because we really enjoyed that and we wanted to go and do that. Maybe snorkel, junk anew again would have been cool. But so be it. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun at Coco Cay because she's never been there. I haven't been there since the remodel. I'm curious to see it after the remodel. I don't really care about anything they remodel because I just want to get in that water and snorkel, but, uh, but it'll be neat to see it and, uh, and experience it. And there's more food options. So that's kind of fun. And we're there seven to five. So that's yeah. pretty good. So yeah, it'll be good. It'll be fun. It'll be exciting. And um, yeah. All right. Should we get on to our, have we covered all the news, all the topics, all the things? I think so. I think we covered it all. You just like blasted through them. Oh, here's something else we might want to mention. We are going to see a cruise ship tomorrow. Yes, because cruising we are. 
Cruising is back in Tampa. That's right. And it's the Serenade of the Seas. Oh, Serenade of the Seas. Which, I love you so. Which was actually in port for the first time last Saturday. But yeah. we were um, doing other things. We don't work on Saturdays typically. so Right. So I, I wanted to go take pictures of birds so I could utilize my new bird books, and then which we were, I did. And then we were running all over the state to dive shots, which we'll talk about later. But um, yeah, you got some good bird pics. I did. I identified three or four new birds. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was good stuff. But we didn't want to go to work on our day off just no. to see the Serenade of the Seas. And she's parked at like the most inconvenient terminal for us to see. So we'll, we'll see her tomorrow, though, because she will be there. We will be there working. So at lunchtime. And well, when we drive in, we'll see her, I think. She'll probably be ported yeah. by then but uh, or docked by then. But then at lunchtime, we'll probably walk over there and. And see what we can see. Our our whole parking lot is like a construction nightmare right now. So it's kind of weird. Like downtown Tampa has just been like a work zone for the last six months. But our, our it's really bad right now with our parking lot. But we can go around it. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Are we ready to get to the main topic? Stacy says that's the uh, ship the World Cruise is going to be on, he thinks. Oh. That's I don't cool. know. I, I haven't looked into that. I've heard, I've seen the titles of the videos and stuff saying that there's a, a world cruise through the Caribbean, but I haven't uh, looked into it at all. Um, but that would be kind of cool. So, yeah, but we're, so we're going to talk about our final port on the carnival horizon. <laughs> it's a good problem to have when you've been on so many cruises, that you can't remember which one you're talking about. <laughs> That is not a problem that we will normally have. You know what I have to we say? We have that right now. One of my Maybe favorite things about time. having all of these cruises is we have so many postcards for our patrons we right do. now. We do. We do. There is no question on what the next postcard is going to be because we have one. <laughs> hey, Jennifer. Jennifer DeHart joining us. She's going on that group cruise. She is. With us. And I uh, sent you an email earlier today, actually like right before we went live. Because I was a slacker and waited until the end of the day. That's not true. I was actually busy at work today. I mean, she does have a day job. So. I do indeed. So, so Amber Cove, Dominican Republic. It was our final port stop of the cruise. And um, if you've never been to Amber Cove, it is a Carnival Corporation-owned port. It is built up. It's got a, a fairly nice swimming pool with some shops and restaurant bar, things like that. You can zip line there. Um, things that appeal to a lot of people, not us, but if you're the kind of person that likes to go and hang out at a pool and drink, they got a pool bar. It's a nice, it's a nice spot. You're going to like Amber Cove. If you like to shop, they got, they got some decent shops there. I think the shopping is okay there. It's not like the best in the Caribbean, but it's definitely not the worst. Yeah. They have some shopping. good stuff. And they got the nice little coffee place there. Um, yeah, you can, if you want to, if you're in a zip lining and water slides, they they got they got a water slide and a zip line. I think you got to pay to do those things, but uh, but it's it's a nice port. They've got the sort of Jurassic Park stuff going on there, and um, by that I mean they have like some fake amber and signs about it because Jurassic Park parts of it were filmed in Dominican Republic as well as several other films, but. 
we the last time we were in Amber Cove, we just went to Amber Cove and hung out at the port for a little bit and then got back on the ship. Mm -hmm. This time with Mama Sandy, we were not going to do that. So we went to Ocean World, which yes. is kind of like a um, a very small version of Sea World without any rides. I guess you could say. Yeah. Ocean World is fairly close to Amber Cove, which is nice. They loaded us onto a nice big air conditioned bus. It was a very comfortable trip over to Ocean World. And Ocean World has basically, they have a swimming pool, which is a really nice swimming pool, although it was full of children. Um, they have a, a beach area, I believe, but we didn't go to that. Mm -mm. Um, they have sea lions and a sea lion show. They have dolphins and a dolphin show. They have an aviary with, um, let's see, they have some macaws, they have toucan, they have lovebirds. a bunch of lovebirds, they have nurse sharks, they have a reef tank that you can swim in, it's part of your ticket to get into Ocean World, you can swim in this, snorkel in it, they provide you with all of the gear that you need, um, what else do they have there? Um, sorry, I was trying to put some pictures. Up. I think that's, I think that's all of the stuff that they have at Ocean World. So it's not a huge park. I would say the, the excursion that we did, if you do those things, you've basically covered the park. Right. Right. And, so like and we didn't have a major reason to walk around otherwise. Right. I mean, but other than just seeing it again. If you if you just go to the park as a park, you could easily spend a few hours there because if you go to the sea lion show, which is great, go to the dolphin show, which is great, um, go into the aviary, uh, snorkel in the reef. I mean, that's you're probably looking at three to three to four hours, I think, to do all those things. Eat, you know, get a little lunch or something. They got some food and stuff there. Lunch is okay. Yeah, that wasn't. It's not. It wasn't amazing. Not the best food, but it, it's it was included. It may be a sign of the times that that the lunch was not what it was when I was there several years ago. I didn't eat then, but I could just tell it was a different setup, and uh, and so that may be something that's suffering a little bit right now. But it was food and it was edible. Yeah. And if you do the excursion we did, it's included. So. Yep. You know, you're just eating because you're hungry. You're not eating for the experience of eating great food in this situation yeah but that was okay because we were very hungry because we were quite busy did you tell them what our excursion was no okay i i was kind of focused on trying to find some photos i, I know so i, I wasn't know. really listening but so the excursion that we did so we initially booked the dolphin experience right which there, there are two dolphin experience choices right? well there's the dolphin swim and there's the dolphin experience right. we booked the dolphin experience which is where you're just standing in the water and the dolphin like comes up to you and you do stuff and whatnot and then of course there's the dolphin swim where you're like in the water getting pushed around by the dolphin and like like in the water with them we did the dolphin experience because your mom was with us right and we well that's what we booked so of course, we ended up with all of this extra onboard credit. If you have listened to the past podcast, <laughs> you know why. So we were like, hey, there's this other excursion that is dolphins, sea lions, and sharks 
for what forty dollars more? Forty dollars per person more. And we were and like, it included lunch. And it included lunch. And it got us to the park an hour earlier. Yeah. So, so we were like, um, well, that's a no brainer. Right? Yes, please. So we actually switched over to that one, which again was great because we had all of this onboard credit. So we didn't have to worry about, I mean, again, $40 extra for that worth every oh, penny easily. Even if you're paying for it worth it, easily. I would do it again. Yeah. Which I don't know what the total, what was the total fee on that? It was like 140. I think it was 140. 40, 145, something, something like that. Something in that yeah. range. And I know Stacy in the chat saying they did the VIP dolphin swim. And I don't know if that's the, that just the, is the dolphin swim. That's the dolphin swim, but it's more private. If you do the dolphin swim, you get that extra cool experience where they're pushing you around and stuff. But I think because of the time, you can't, there's no option where you can do the dolphin swim and these other interactions. You either do, the dolphin encounter the dolphin encounter with the other things, or you can do the dolphin swim. I think that's how it works. Yeah. That so, sounds right. so when we, next time we go, maybe we'll do the dolphin swim. I'd like to do the dolphin. That would swim. be fun. I, I think that would be cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, all right. So let's, let's go. So you want to talk about, yeah. show some of the stuff. Yeah. Let's show the stuff. So, if you're listening in, you know, head on over to YouTube. And if you want to see the pictures, we'll try and describe them. As colorfully as possible. So when we got there, we started with dolphins. So they split everyone up. There was kind of a group of us and everybody had different color bracelets depending on what exactly they were doing there. And they kind of split us and they were like, okay, you guys are doing dolphins first. And they, they put us all with the dolphins. And there were two groups of us, two little platform areas. And we started with the dolphins. So we got to, you know, interact with them. They did like their fancy little tricks. It went back and forth and we rubbed the belly and we rubbed their backs. Our dolphin's name was Nikki, right? Yep. Nikki. Yep. And she was a little stubborn at first. She didn't want to come over. No, but... she liked the other trainer, I think. Yeah. I don't know why. Our trainer was really fun. He was but, awesome. But she um, was like. They call him Cheeks. She was Mr. a little enamored with the other one. Yeah. Mr. Cheeks. Mr. Cheeks. Yes. He was great. If you're ever there, say hi to Mr. Cheeks. You can't miss him. He's got Cheeks. That's I'm assuming why they call him Mr. Cheeks. I mean, they were they weren't small cheeks. <laughs> Neither <laughs> we're of them. We're talking about his face cheeks. <laughs> yeah, so he was really nice. So we got to do all of the fun stuff. Of course, they take photos for you. You are not allowed to take any of your own photos with the dolphins. With any, of, uh, did we take our own with the others? We weren't with the dolphins or the sea lions, but with the sharks, we were. Okay, sort of. Um, yes, we'll talk about that. So they of course did photos. So they went back and forth and we, we fed the dolphins. Okay. Let's show you pictures. So we also hugged dolphins. And, and, and if you're listening right now, there is a picture of, of me snuggling a dolphin with a slight smile on my face. Slight smile. <laughs> and, and there's a slightly larger smile from Kimbra also snuggling a dolphin. Yes. It was so wonderful. I think she likes snuggling with a dolphin more than me or Reno. And there is Mama Sandy feeding a dolphin. And you can see by the look on her face that she's having a bit of a good time. Absolutely. If you're just listening, you'll just have to trust us on this. My mom had a lot of fun on this whole cruise. that, And most of it was revolved around animal Things. It was amazing. We did so much the flamingos and stuff. Aruba and snorkeling and, and monkeys and the monkeys yes. and then and then this day was just it's just a just a wonderful experience. Yeah. 
So after the dolphins, we went to the sea lions. We did. Right? Mm-hmm. And we sat on the edge and the sea lions came over and like we got to touch their teeth and their their touch the dolphins' teeth too. We did touch the dolphins' yeah. teeth. Um we touched um sea lions' teeth, we touched their flippers and their tails. They did all kinds of fun stuff. And then of course they laid on us. Yes. <laughs> so they did have us sitting only two at a time. So I did not get to be part of the group. No, they were like, they, they were either going to separate all three of us, but I was like, no, let me go by my mom. So, um, so my mom and I are in this picture, if you're listening with a sea lion, mostly on her lap with his head resting on my, but that's okay. Because guess what? That means I got the sea lion <laughs> all to myself. Yes, you did. And so. that like that sea lion was like, Hrumph. <laughs> he was all about it the sea lion's head and neck are, are like bigger than reno oh yeah absolutely these are california sea lions that was a question we had yes california sea lions are not that many species of sea lion but we thought about doing sea lions as our cruise creature but we're not we'll save those for another time uh and we'll talk about sea lions how would you not do that anyway yeah uh, <laughs> so next we did sharks Yes. So they were nurse sharks and it was so cool. Like I've seen, you know, these dolphins and the sea lions, of course they're trained, but sharks are a little different. But what was so cool about these sharks is that Reno, stop it. Sorry. He's like playing in the extension cord. Um, the trainers got in the water and like the sharks just came over and like wrapped their bodies around them. Like these were the most trained sharks. I have ever seen. Yeah, they were they were very trained. And Mallory's in the chat going, what the giant ones? Yes, they're California sea lions. Yes. And um, the the two sea lions that we interacted with were both females. So you know the males are the huge ones, and the one that's on our lap is definitely a big sea lion. <laughs> yeah. So she was big. Yeah, she was big. Um, yeah, the sea lion show is really fun, but the interaction, and I wasn't really that excited. Like, I'm not like a sea lion guy. Like, I'm not really into pinnipeds, but it was cool. It kind of changed my uh, my mind on them a little bit because it was really it was really neat and and fun to to interact yeah, with them. It and, was very cool. So the nurse sharks, we um we sat down on the steps, and I think we had one of the bigger nurse sharks. Wasn't the biggest mm-hmm. one. She was like over she in the didn't corner. Come up, yeah. But they had they had the nurse shark come over and like sit on our lap. The trainer, um, you know, flipped it over upside down, showed us how the the sucking motion of how it you know takes in its food, and like they were swinging and flinging and flipping this shark all around, not in a bad way. Um, no. The the I was the animal care at this facility top notch. Yeah, I don't think they're in the AZA, but they are sort of regulated by North American guidelines, and that doesn't necessarily mean anything. But, um, but they're yeah. The I've talked to their trainers in the past when I was there the other time, and seeing how they interact, and I, you can get like some of their training methods by watching them go through the motions and stuff, and it's. And uh, just the the care and the cleanliness and the health of the animals seemed to be very good. And so it's definitely a reputable 
institution, I think. So, uh, and they're not AZA, so they could do thing fun things that AZA places can't do. Right. So this is and this is one of those things. And you can see how intelligent something like a shark is. You don't think of a shark as being intelligent necessarily, but and they're not on the same level as a sea lion or a dolphin, but they do have the ability to learn, just like the alligators that I've trained. So uh, it's it's pretty remarkable. And yeah, they could just kind of turn them over and. They were a little bit more careful with them as far as like you didn't touch their teeth <laughs> um, and, and keeping, you know, you could tell they were doing things to make sure that people's hands weren't going to get too close to right. their mouth where an accident could happen. Um, Everything they did was very intentional. Yeah, because they're feeding the shark. So a hand gets there, they're just going to assume that they're feeding and they might bite the hand that's not feeding them. So, uh, but being somebody that for a living handles animals with the public, um, there are things you do that you may or may not realize when, if you see somebody like me handling an animal, there are things that we do to make sure that both the animals are safe, that we are safe and that you are safe. And so I, I could pick up on some of those things that they were doing. So it was, it was good to see. And of course they have to do that because somebody got bit. That'd be the end of that. Right. So, uh, but yeah, it was, it was really cool. And then afterwards, so yeah, after, after that interaction where we sat there, we had the opportunity to, opportunity to snorkel with the sharks which was cool yeah um however they they didn't actually give you a snorkel they just no. give you a mask so you have to hold your breath which was kind of weird um but okay yeah that's cool and, and they let you swim underwater yes which was actually surprising i didn't think that they would let you do that yeah and they let you film during that part so if you have yes. a gopro or waterproof phone or something you can film at that part but as far as photos for anything else they do all of that i do think that jay was able to take pictures of d doing the interaction from outside of the with the dolphin and stuff oh maybe. i think i think they said that in their in their vlog when they did ocean world I'm pretty because they've done that dolphin thing in multiple places but i think d just did it at ocean world and I think that was one of the things that they said they let, I think that was where they did that. Okay. So that was kind of cool, but yeah, it was cool to like swim underwater and just hang out with the sharks and like, that was okay with the staff. For me, that was, that was really nice. A nice little benefit of, of being able to do that. So pretty cool. Yeah. And um, of course, then they offer you a photo package of sorts. We ended up getting the whole um, photo package and then they did video, two videos, one of the dolphins and then one of um, the snorkeling with the sharks. And all of that was, was it $60? 60 bucks. That's it. Yeah. And that's on a flash drive and you get the opportunity to download them for a certain amount of time. And uh, yeah, there were, there were a lot of pictures. They even give you some like stock photos from ocean world, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it, it was like, it was definitely an affordable photo package and well worth the money, I think. Yeah. And just to support that, you know, that facility I think is, is pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Stacy says that is what D and J said. So that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So yeah. So if you are going to Amber Cove and you like parks like that and you want an opportunity to interact with dolphins or sharks or, or sea lions or just to swim in a very controlled coral reef situation, uh, which we didn't do that. We didn't have time to do that. No. But we probably would have. If, we probably could we have. We probably could have. Um, then 
by all means, you know, this is this is a good excursion. There's not a lot of great excursions in Amber Cove from our perspective. Um, you can do Monkey Land from Amber Cove, which is a good ex experience. You can do that. Uh, we just watched EECC Travel did went to like an all-inclusive and they had like a nightmare time. I don't remember. It was a carnival. Yeah. One, but I, don't, I don't know what's going on with that. But um, other than staying in the port, there's not a ton of options there. So this is one that I would definitely put high up on my list of recommendations if you are an animal person. And, and if you're listening to our podcast, you're probably at least an animal person to some degree. I feel like that's the the niche we fill in the in the cruising podcast arena is is people that like animals. Uh, so I think that's our I think that's our draw for some. Yeah, probably. But anyway, it was good. It was a good time. We real really enjoyed it. Of course, we went to Amber Cove and La Romana instead of Bonaire, and that was a bit of a bummer, but. Um, we turned a negative into a positive and had two really outstanding um, excursions. In the, those, that those, in that cruise was like so full of animal creature stuff. Yeah, it was a really awesome cruise. It was. It was a. It was a fantastic cruise. You might say. No, it was. It was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed it uh, for many reasons, and uh, animals was definitely one of those reasons. Yeah. Cool. Okay, well, look at that. We just covered Amber Cove. We did. What else you got? Let's uh, let's jump into the cruise creature. Okay. We're a little early, but that's all right. Okay, so the cruise creature for this week, uh, we have to thank our friend Tony Dials for this because he posted in the fantastic cruising community about, uh, well, he found a post that somebody had posted and it was about deep sea anglerfish. And he posted it in the fantastic cruising community asking me if what this post said was, was accurate. And it, and it was so, uh, and then I saw some people <laughs> that reacted to that post in a little bit of shock and surprise. And it's, it's one of those moments where because of, of, of what we do, like we know these weird animal things and we just assume sometimes that everybody knows these things and then it gets brought up and people are like, what now? And we're like, oh, everybody doesn't realize this. So so we th I thought it would be fun to talk about the deep sea anglerfish because it is October and they're kind of a, you know. Kind of creepy. Kind of a creepy creature in a way. So let me start by saying if you use the word anglerfish, that is covering a lot of different species of fish and not just the ones that we think of like in finding Nemo with the little light, but anglerfish cover batfish and frogfish and um, all sorts of, of fish are in this big, bigger anglerfish group. And the ones that we typically think of, I think as, as anglerfish are, are in one, uh, one, I believe family of these and they're the deep sea anglerfish and they, they are sometimes called, sea devils and there there's a couple other names for them football fish and there's different ones that have different kind of common names associated with them but sea devils i think is used to describe a lot of them which is not a term i hear that often do you hear the term sea devils no no i think there was a doctor who alien called sea devils but anyway um the deep sea ones are the ones with the the bioluminescent lure so 
most people probably have some idea of what an anglerfish is, but just in case you don't, they are a fish, the, the deep sea ones. I'm speaking of deep sea ones. Uh, they are, uh, they can be very small. They can be a few inches. There are some species that can get close to four feet, but most of them are small to medium sized fish. And they usually have, well, they, all the deep sea ones have at least one lure that goes out over their head and some of them have quite a few of these and they glow and they when things glow and they're made by living things we call that bioluminescence bio meaning life and luminescent meaning light so it's life light um and they do this the anglerfish do this because when you live in the deep sea it's pitch black and so animals hunt and do things based on this bioluminescence. That's kind of the, you know, what rules the land or the sea, I guess. And so they attract food. So a little fish or shrimp or something comes up and goes, oh, that's a little, that's a little piece of bioluminescent plankton or something swimming around there. And then whoomp, this big, large mouth, in some cases with very sharp pointy teeth, just gulps them down. And they have huge mouths, by the way. Anglerfish have big mouths and they have stretchy stomach so they can eat something that's like twice as big as they are well, i mean i've done that on a cruise i think but but they eaten something twice as big as i you? feel like i've eaten stuff like twice my weight in food sometimes on a cruise yeah i feel like i've done that on the mardi gras uh, on the mardi gras i think i did big that. chicken yeah oh. yeah we're yep. just gonna say big chicken at least once on every <laughs> podcast until we get back on that ship okay but but anyway um so that's the first cool thing so bioluminescence is done in different ways. So you can have a, a chemical thing going on, like a like a firefly or something, where you have bioluminescence, and some animals can even control that, like a firefly. Under in the underwater world, there there is some of that, but a lot of animals that live in the ocean that have bioluminescence are actually having a a, a symbiotic relationship with bacteria that glows. So they have bioluminescent bacteria that gathers and parts of their body. In, in the case of the anglerfish, it's in that end of that little lure. And what's interesting is, and I, I kind of learned this while I was doing research today, is that apparently different anglerfish have different species of bacteria that they live with. And some of these bacteria don't have the ability to create light unless they are combined with some of the biology of the anglerfish. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's very dependent symbiotic relationship. I didn't, I didn't know that, but here's the really kind of cool and somewhat creepy thing about anglerfish. It's how many of them make baby anglerfish. So when a mommy and a daddy anglerfish love each other very much, very much, very much, not very much, very much. You said very much. I did. I did. Then this is what happens. Males, which are sometimes considerably smaller than the females, usually half an inch to an inch. They're in a larval phase. They don't have the little dangly glowy bits. Many of them don't even have developed teeth. Um, they have a very short amount of time, we think, to swim around and find a female. Some of them have really big noses for smelling them out. Some of them have really big eyes for looking for, their, for the girls. But when you live in the deep parts of the ocean, and you're an anglerfish, there aren't many females around. The ocean's a big, dark, black place. And so 
you got to really, really look and be lucky to even find a female anglerfish. So that's their goal in life. When they're born, they are looking for a woman. Okay. So then they find that, that lady anglerfish and they bite her. Ouch. Yeah, They just bite onto her. Okay. And then, and then this is the only thing their teeth are good for because they're not able for the most part, maybe at all to catch food on their own. They don't do that. So they, they're going to starve. They don't find a lady friend. They bite onto her and then they produce enzymes. And basically they connect to the female biologically. I don't mean they just like, hey, baby, hook it on. I mean, they literally become kind of joined cell at a cellular level. And so much so that they share their bloodstream. Now, once that happens the male will start to develop his um, testes. They were underdeveloped until this point. <laughs> now they start to develop. Everything else on the male atrophies. It all just withers away. Till eventually all you have is a pair of reproductive organs attached to a female. Does she have any say in this? No, not really, I guess. I feel I like know. that's not right. I don't know. I mean, so here's the thing. For her, it's an advantage because whenever she's ready to, to lay her eggs, the male is there and ready to produce sperm to fertilize can those eggs. Can she have more than one male? Some species can have up to eight males attached to them. <laughs> <laughs> They're just lady anglerfish floating around. There's Tony just came in. No, Tony, it's not a coincidence. You inspired this cruise creature. Thank you very much. Everybody thank Tony for inspiring this wonderful story of romance. Um, and and yes, so eight male anglerfish atrophied. I'm going to be a little crass here. Just eight pairs of anglerfish testicles attached to the female, kicking off sperm whenever she's ready to uh, to lay eggs. And, and this is important for the anglerfish because it's hard for the male to find the female. It's also hard for the female to find males to, to fertilize. Obviously not. So, she's got eight of them on her. Well, that's that's how they get around that. That's how they that's how they yeah, get, that's that's how how they they, get around. That's how they solve that problem. That's right. Now, when she dies, he dies. So it is literally till death do they part. And only they don't part. There are some deep sea anglerfish that don't do this. There are some that will latch on, and then they'll let go and go to a different female. But um, most of the deep sea, this is the deep sea anglerfish we're talking about, uh, most of them do this. Interesting. When scientists first found anglerfish, deep sea anglerfish, they couldn't understand why they would only find females. But they did notice that a lot of the females seem to have these parasites attached to them. Well, now we know. Those are not parasites. Well, they are parasites. They are literally parasites, but they are, well, I mean, they're not, I guess they're not, parasite is usually used when it's harming one and helping the other. It doesn't really harm either one of them. Um, well, it kind of harms the male, I guess, but that's his goal in life. So th <laughs> those are the males. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So that I thought would be a fun cruise creature to cover in October. So thank you, Tony, for, for uh, pointing that out to us one that you'll probably not actually see on a cruise no if you see an angler fish on a cruise um something's gone wrong now you might see some of the angler fish that are not deep sea angler fish 
Like you could possibly see a batfish. It's not impossible. You could definitely see a frogfish. Some of the other like shallow water anglerfish. Anglerfish are, are almost always flat horizontally or flat vertically. But the deep sea anglerfish are a little more, I think a little more bowed, bowed out and stuff. So, um, so there you have it. There you go. Thank you. The anglerfish. That's their angle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we got? We got 12 minutes left to get to an hour. Anything else we need to cover? I know what we could cover that I, that I, we could talk about our expedition into dive shop. Oh, so, I mean, you did have that set aside ready. I did. So back in what, May? I don't know. Or something yeah, like that. Something like that. I bought um I bought a housing for my phone. Okay, so I've been we've been using the phone, um, our iPhones to do our vlogging and stuff. And of course, when we're underwater, we use GoPros, but Sea Life, which is a brand that makes underwater cameras and underwater camera accessories for scuba diving specifically, they came out with a, a case called the Sport Diver, which was originally designed for iPhones, but they have recently released one for Android as well. So you can you can do, you can go e either phone type that's out there. And I think it might even just be a software difference, but they have this. They, this they have a case. list of compatible devices. And that's, and I think that's based on shape and stuff for the, Probably. They have to be the right shape and size, although it's pretty flexible. But then there's an app that you have to have on your phone, and that has to control your phone. Because this is basically, this is the case. Oh, look, you can see through. This is the case here. This is a Sea Life case. And then I bought separately this tray, and it's all every piece is separate, the arm. And then um, I just got this light here. Uh, but basically, the way this works is, You open it up, there are some batteries in here because this uses Bluetooth to connect to your phone. You put your phone in there. There's different pegs, you can change the size and stuff. Close it up, you lock it up, and then you take a pump. Which he didn't have out and ready to go. No, but I have it here. And I just zipped it closed so I could change. It comes in a really nice case. It does, I mean, it's... It's like the case was like, what, almost 300 bucks? The phone case. The phone case. Not the case for the case. Um, so you have this pump, and you actually put this on here, and you give it a couple of pumps, and it pulls the air and creates a vacuum, which makes for a, a more secure experience, but also there's an alarm that'll tell you if it starts to leak. So, um, and I know it works because when you're, taking the phone back out, you have to release the air pressure and then the alarm will go off because obviously it's it's got a leak. But once you've got that situated in there, it'll connect to your phone with Bluetooth and then it has its own app for controlling the, the camera lenses, video, photography, um, depending on your phone, it's gonna determine the quality you get there. But with the new iPhones, it has the macro, it has telephoto, I can get all that in this. I can't get that with a GoPro. I can, you know, so, it's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about it. And then um, I haven't used it yet underwater, except for I just recently did it in the swimming pool. It's the only place this has been tested. I was, pictures of dinosaurs. I was waiting to get a light. I had to save up more money because this is a dive light. Um, 
says the charger on the back of it. Let me take that off of there. There we go. Woo! Oh, look at that. It's bright. Yeah. Turn that off there. Um, dive lights for photography are expensive. This light was like almost $400. So, and then they didn't have the piece that connects it to it. So this being Sea Life, they're like the Apple of, um, of underwater cameras, which what I mean by that is they're good quality, but they're way overpriced. So uh, it's got this system where you just press a button and everything comes apart. It's modular. So I can get different accessories for it. It all connects very nicely. It does. But what I'm really excited about is that I can use my phone, which has a very good camera system in it, to take photographs as well as shoot video. And it's real easy interface to switch back and forth between the two. So when we go to Coco K this weekend, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to test this thing out. And my results in the pool, which I just got the pieces for the light, today in the mail that I needed. Uh, so I didn't have the light, but they were really good. I got some really good shots up close, further away. Like it was very impressive. So I'm pretty excited about it and I'll probably do some kind of review. I wanted to do an unboxing, but I didn't do that. Uh, I'll probably do some kind of review on this. Um, here, look at this light. Whoa, that's... I don't know if that's is. necessary. <laughs> oh, that and, was, it was necessary. And if it's like all cool and good and stuff, then I might buy one too. But yeah, we'll see how it works. I thought we'd spend his money first. <laughs> well, the good thing is, even if um, even if I end up hating that case, which would be a bummer because it was expensive, although we got it for almost for free because of all the money we spent at the dive shop before. Yeah. Um, but even if I end up hating it, that tray will still work with a GoPro or a, or a camera housing on any kind of camera. So I really like the that light, light. Is, the light is I'm, good. I'm kind for, of jealous yeah. about the light. It's rechargeable light. Like, this this is my dive light. Right. Well, that's not a, really a dive light made for video. It's no, it's just not. For uh, just but seeing at night or still. in dark places underwater. But... We, we went to a dive shop in Orlando because that's where we get a lot of our stuff. And then there was another little dive shop that I talked to about the lights. And I knew I wanted to buy the light from him because he knew what he was talking about. And I appreciated that. So we went over there and I got the light. It didn't have that piece. I needed it. He couldn't order it in time. Amazon didn't have it in time. So we went to like the dive shop that we normally go to. They didn't have the piece. Then we called the dive shops that carry sea life in our area. One of them said they had it. We zoom over there to get over there. Cause this was what Saturday, it's Saturday before we were having dinner before they close and before they close too. Yeah. And then it ended up being the wrong piece. So then Kimber found it on the website of the dive shop. We usually go to, we ordered it. They didn't send a confirmation email like they were supposed to. We paid extra to have two day overnight or two night shipping two two night shipping two day air. So I sent them like a text on Monday. They were like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. You should get an email when it ships. Never got that email. So I called them yesterday. They're like, oh, yeah, it shipped. And then they sent me an email. It showed up on time. So, um, so yes, so that was fun. But I'm sure you guys, will, you'll see our, our footage from it for sure. We're going to use the GoPros as well as that. But um, hopefully I'll get some good results and you guys will know if it's worth buying, if you have an iPhone, you don't have to get the lighting system. I mean, if you don't, you just get the housing. 
It's the same as using any other underwear. Yeah, I mean, camera, you don't but... need the whole rig either. No, you can just hold. It's a nice, hefty camera, which is a good thing when and you're underwater. And it's got that wrist strap. I really like that wrist yeah, strap. The wrist strap is really nice. I mean, it's sea life. See, like I said, I, no matter what you think of Apple, like Apple makes good products that work well. They're just typically overpriced. And sea life is the same thing. They make good products that work well. Their design is, is usually really well thought out. Um, they're just overpriced, but, um, but Hey, you know, if it works, then maybe it's worth it. Yeah. So we'll let you know how that all goes. <laughs> what else you got? That's it. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Stacy says I'll either see the footage or Matt will be getting a new phone. Here, <laughs> here's the thing though, Stacy, this is one of the things that kind of switched me into this is that the iPhones are already somewhat waterproof. And so if it leaks, I don't think it's not going to be like the phone's going to get flooded. And even if I'm down underwater, I don't think it's going to be getting the same pressure as it would if it was like just 40 feet or 50 feet or whatever underwater. So I think my phone would survive. Okay. In that situation. Yeah. We're also only snorkeling this time. Well, in this case we are, but yeah. it's, but you can take that to like 200. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feet, but like as far as testing out, yeah, yeah, yeah. So just because and I we can, have insurance, well, <laughs> if it floods, we're good. <laughs> just because I can, one more time, I'm going to throw it out there. Our group cruise is now officially March 12th through 19th of 2023 on the Carnival Pride, leaving out of Tampa, going to Grand Cayman, Roatan, Belize, and Cozumel. Please come with us. We want you to join us. Fantastic travel at gmail.com. I am happy to get you all set up because we want more people. Yeah, the more the merrier. Yes. Uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. And uh, we are going to, depending on who and when people are coming, um, more when, I guess, really, we're going to try and do some stuff either before and or after the cruise locally. Mm -hmm. So it'll be like, you know, extra fun. Do all the things stuff. that we like to do regularly. You get to jump into a part of uh, Matt and Kimber life. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try probably try and go see some alligators in the wild and we'll go to the aquarium. I'm sure, you know, we'll do the, we'll do the stuff that we do. We know where, we know where the stuff is around here. So we can go identify birds. <laughs> Kimber can teach you how to ID birds <laughs> and then we'll teach you how to ID fish on the cruise. It'll be good. We like to ID animals. <laughs> All right, well, let's ID our way out of here. All right. Well, on that note, it's time to head for the freedom. Yeah. And until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Good timing. <laughs>
Um, hello, scared. we're back, and so is Reno. He scared me so much. Reno, come up here and show everybody your haircut. Did you have that? Haircut? You got the haircut last week. Yeah, he did. Do you want to come up here? Come on, come on up. You have come to lift him. He can jump. I know he, he can, can jump. He come on, go. Reno, jump. Get up come here. Up. There you go. See? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> here, look, look at the, look at the. I was holding him while you were playing with your camera. Were you? Oh, so yeah. everybody's already seen him? Yeah, everyone's already Here, seen him. I thought you were. So while I was holding the camera, you were holding the dog? Yeah. I bet everybody was looking at the dog. Probably. It didn't even matter. Um, yeah, I don't, we have nothing. <laughs> yeah, Reno, what do you got in there? Reno just sniffed it. I have bourbon in there. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Bourbon. He's a bourbon dog. He is a bourbon dog. <laughs> yeah, look, don't forget to... Uh, Sign up for that Halloween costume contest. We do have some contestants, but the more, the merrier, the more fun we will have. And uh, hello, Reno. I'm glad you're not a parasitic anglerfish. Ew. I don't even <laughs> want to think about that. <laughs> um, well, I would talk to you, but I'm getting attacked by a dog. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of fun though next week in our Halloween episode. We don't even know all the stuff we're doing yet. Depends on how many contestants and stuff we get but it's going to be fun so larry uh, yes we did change the date for the group cruise it got chartered out from under us so we had to change the date it is now march 12th through 19th instead of february reno's loving his life right now yes he is <sighs> yes stacy reno does love matt more than me reno will tell or reno matt will tell you differently but I'm pretty sure Rena likes Matt more. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, I don't know. I think you're wrong. Look, I think, look at what ha what's happening right now. Look, if if the two of us were in danger, he would come to your rescue over mine. I don't know. If I play attack you, or we play wrestle or fight, he comes after me, not you. I guess. Yeah. Um, Larry, yes, the price did change. Um, since it's now kind of in spring break time, it's a little bit higher, but it's it's a pretty minimal change. And we can still get different deals and stuff, hopefully, as time goes on. We also, well, the more people sign up, the more perks we get. Yes. So. So if we if we get lots of people, then of course we can throw in like some onboard credit, or um, we're gonna try and do a cocktail party. There's like swag bags. I don't know. We haven't looked at everything and decided yet. But the more people we have book, the more people or the more you know perks that we can throw out there. That's right. 